Daniel with early edition on News Talk ZB. Uh, I don't have a problem with David Seymour meeting with the protesters. Uh, the Prime Minister does, obviously, but that's because he broke ranks of what up until now has been a pretty united front from all politicians. But Seymour decided dialogue might be a good thing. His justification being that as protests change, so must the approach. And his view of it was that the extremists had gone It was more peaceful now and it was time for some responsible dialogue. To backtrack how this all came about, we had on the show yesterday backbencher pub owner Alistair Boyce to talk about how the police were going to start, you know, towing all the cars and what that might mean for local businesses like him, businesses who'd had to close due to the ruckus and due to the fact regular punters weren't pushing past protesters to show up, nor could they get a park, of course, because streets were all blocked by protesters' cars. Uh, Not that any of the cars have been towed yet because police still haven't managed to find a truck as far as I can gather. But anyway, Alistair told us that he'd been talking with some of the protest leadership and the mood had changed, the crowd had changed. It was more calm and peaceful and protesters had some semblance of leadership. They had an end goal and they wanted to talk. And he said he'd brokered a deal with a senior member of parliament to speak with them. Uh, Obviously, I pushed him on who this might be, given that would be a big development, if true. But he wouldn't say other than the protest leadership and this mystery politician would be meeting by the end of the day. Well, when Mike had Megan Woods on his show later on, he put that to her, that someone was going to meet with the protesters, and she immediately shot that down, saying categorically, absolutely no one from government would be meeting with them, uh, that it was an unlawful protest, they were a dangerous and violent lot, and no government minister was going near them. She was adamant. She said there were people issuing death threats, there was a noose hanging in a tree, it wasn't safe. So this left us perplexed as to... You know, who the secret politician meeting them must be. We later find out, of course, David Seymour. Uh, he said it was just time, time for some mature conversation about de-escalation. So I reckon kudos to him for doing it. I'm not sure how entering a reasonable discussion and hearing each side of a story is ever really a bad thing. The protesters want to be heard and ignoring them so far seems to have only fanned the flames. It's not working, but the government won't budge. So good on Seymour for trying something, you know, different. But I'm not sure it does resolve anything. Unfortunately, what the protesters really want is a government minister, someone with some ability to give them some answers around an end to mandates, but they're not going to get it. So where does this all end? And more importantly, when? Because at this stage, it is an ever-growing occupation set up like a small village. And as of this morning, still not a single car has been towed. Hawksby. Yes, uh, the pro- so awkward. Last night the protest leaders send out um, their press release to all and sundry and in it they include my interview yesterday with Alistair Boyce from the Backbencher Pub that I was just mentioning. They put the link to the interview in the press release. You know, click here to listen to Kate Hawksby on Newstalk ZB talking with Alistair Boyce. So somehow, against my will, I'm now in the protest press release, for goodness sake. Gosh, these are strange times indeed.